Welcome to the Habits of Success podcast where we talk about different habits and how you can use them to change your life. My name is Ian Warner and I'm your host and today we're going to be talking about how you need to model behaviors instead of talking about them. That's right, you need to model the behavior instead of just running your mouth. Here's the thing. <laughs> so uh, my oldest daughter is three. She's starting to get into video games now. And like I grew up, I loved video games growing up. So it's, it's kind of exciting for me that she's enjoying playing video games. We're playing Mario together and stuff. And, you know, Mario Kart, fun, fun Nintendo games. But I have this one game I play called Celeste. And uh, it's for Switch. It's like rated as like, like the fourth hardest game ever and i just got it. like my, my roommate from iowa state uh told me about it and i got it and i was like oh let me check this game out and it's like i like really simple games i don't like like i don't play call of duty and stuff games that you have to like learn how to play like i don't got time for that i just play really simple games that like when i need a 10 minute charge to just get away from work or get away from whatever i'm doing and just relax i'll play them so i'm playing this game and when I mess up, you die a lot in the game, right? Like you die thousands of times and you keep respawning. And as I'm dying, I always will be like, dang it, dang it. I always have like some reaction. And like, it's just my natural, I don't know what it is. It's just what I do. So now when my daughter is playing games, she does the same thing when she messes up. She drives off the course in, in Mario Kart. She's like, dang it. So my wife starts getting mad at me. Why? Because... It doesn't matter what I'm saying that she should do or what she should say or what she shouldn't say. She's modeling the behavior she sees from me. And this is where it's so important to think about what you're exposing your kids to, right? Like, because I think about this all the time with my daughters. Like, they probably at some point will end up running, at least trying track and field. Why? Because I will expose them to it just because it's something I did. They see it. It's something that brings, it makes them curious. I know how to coach them in it. I know how to talk to them about it. So it, it it creates an affinity towards those things sometimes. Whereas like if I thought about them playing tennis, right? Like I don't watch tennis. I don't talk about tennis. I don't have any pictures in our house of tennis. Like it, that, that exposure to that thing is just not there. So it's hard for those kids to model that behavior. Now that's not to say that you, your parents have to do that thing for you to, for you to do it or for a kid to do it. Obviously, that's not true, but just the chances of it happening are much more likely. That's why you see a lot of, you know, pro athletes have kids that also go on to, to do the same thing. Like part of it is genetics for sure, but another part of it is just like they're exposed to that thing. So when I think about this, it just really points out how important it is to really think about the behavior that you model. Like if everybody's just started becoming carbon copies of you, what would that look like? What would the results of that be? And it doesn't matter whether you're talking about it's in your own family because, or you're talking about the workplace, but the, the truth of it all is like change really starts in your house. Like if you can't, if you can't make something change in your own house, you're not going to make, make it change at work. You're not gonna be able to make it change in your city. You're not gonna be able to change the world. You got to change your own home first. You got to start, you got to change the small things first. But you have to be consistently thinking about that model, that behavior that you're modeling for others. And this is where habits become so important because when you have positive habits, you can be assured that the way you're acting on a daily basis is in a positive way. We all, every single person has negative habits that creep into our life. Just like what I'm talking about with saying, dang it. Like it's a really small thing or how maybe every time you get on your phone, you have to check Instagram, right? Like we have these little things that creep into our life.
and we have to constantly be looking for them and trying to eliminate them and remove them from our life because we're modeling this somebody's watching us right you may not have kids but you might people might work for you or maybe you want people to work for you one day but maybe you can't get to that point because you don't have the leadership habits required to get there so you have to constantly be thinking about this stuff trimming cutting trimming cutting it's so important that you do this and if you really want to dive in deep on it and go hard on how to go about doing that make sure you go to course.thehabitstacker.com that's course.thehabitstacker.com and you can jump in my full-fledged course habit mastery it's going to break down step by step everything you need to do to build good habits kill negative ones and really set a mission for your life that your habits can walk you right to easily if you're willing to show up every single day and consistently do the work that is required but it's when you, so when you think about the model, the behavior that you model for other people, one thing that we're really good at, right? And you have to always remember this. Like we're good at finding the log in other people's eyes. So we're really good at looking at other people's behavior and being like, oh, they don't do this. They don't do this. They're not good here. They're not good there. But what we're bad at is doing that for ourselves. But the problem is other people are doing that for you right now. People who work for you might be people who... Uh, know report to you people who you report to that it goes every direction so one of the best things that you can do is be self-aware read books do your myers-briggs learn your disc program learn uh figure out what your enneagram is um read books that help you to look in the mirror at yourself and really figure out who you are and where you're weak knowing where you're weak is important and acknowledge those weaknesses see there's two types of people there's people no, no, there's three types of people. There's people who don't think they have weaknesses. There's people who try their best to hide their weaknesses, and there's others who embrace them. Successful people embrace their weaknesses, and here's why. When you embrace them, you recognize them, but you are much more willing to work with other people to help cover those blind spots and those weak points that you have in your life. But when people just run from their weaknesses, they don't get addressed, and they actually end up hurting you more because you just try to act like they're not even there. It's like... a you know, some people, when it comes to money, when they have no money in their account, they just don't look at their bank account because in their head, it's like a psychological thing. It's like, if I just don't look at it, the problem is not there, but the problem's still there. Like is, you know what I mean? The debt's not just going to go away. The bank account's just not going to grow because you're not looking at it. No, you have to actively do something about these things. And it's so true when it comes to being self-aware, you have to actively work at that awareness to be able to look in the mirror and see okay what what am i doing wrong here but you also need to have people around you who you can honestly ask and they'll tell you straight up where you're messing up and they'll say hey you know what this area this area this area you're not doing you're not doing well you got to pick it up here and you have to be able to take that feedback not take it personal not be butthurt by it but be able to really look at it and objectively figure out okay are these some areas that really do need to be improved because other people can be wrong too like just because someone tells you you suck at something that doesn't always 100% mean that they're right um, so you have to have enough people around you and that if you're consistently hearing the same message um, it could be a sign that yeah that those you have some habits that, that need to be changed but it all comes back to thinking through how you present yourself how do you if people follow you what are they going to be following what bad things are they going to pick up? I, I know for myself, 
I miss details a lot. There's deep like, and this this is like what makes like little things like spelling things correctly, right? Like I'll just miss the detail, right? And that creates problems. That's not a good thing. So I need to do things to have people around me who like those details, who can catch that because it can't all just be big vision, big vision, big vision. Sometimes you have to get down into the weeds and really figure out what needs to be fixed and changed and and, and do, just done better. So. Don't think for a second that what I'm saying here is that you're ever going to be perfect. You're always going to have some type of behavior that is negative and that you don't want people to follow you on. But you have to take it into your own hands to figure out what needs to be done to actually change that thing so that you can be better going forward.